Well, good evening. Didn't see you there. My name's Lucius Hambone Solo. How y'all doing? Wonderful to see you out tonight. You know, I've been all over this world, from Little Rock to Raleigh, and if I've learned anything in my travels, it's probably been that women should be seen and not heard. And you know, wherever practical, perhaps they shouldn't be seen either. I mean, let's, let's face facts here. 90% of what you see on any woman is airbrushed anyway. I figure those fellas over in Saudi Arabia and Iran got the right idea, what with them burkas and all. But, you know, the, the women are still there. You can see them, even if it's only a little bit. I mean, you know the space they occupy. Maybe it's time somebody designed some sort of room or box or cave in which to place women, just so they're not seen either. And, of course, that takes, takes care of the hearing as well. You know, that's just a thought of mine. Well, looks like my julep's about prepared, so I'm going to go enjoy myself an adult beverage. Y'all enjoy your evening. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is our first podcast since MTAC. And uh, I've, I've heard people saying, yeah, we'll, we'll start listening when it's not about anime. And I say to you, go fuck yourself. Don't care. Um, anyway. That said, <laughs> this episode is not about anime. No, it's not. This episode is not about anime. Let's make it about anime. This is the lost episode. <clears throat> it's like Seinfeld, and you know how good that was. When it was oh, wait. It went for how many years? You mean Lucky Star, that anime? That, too. No, I was just going for, like, because I never really watched it. I was just going yeah, for some I don't either. fighting. I, no, I, I hated Seinfeld. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and start out uh, the way I like to start out some of these more informal podcasts by uh, reverting to news that is not news uh, presented by Yahoo. Um, Yahoo! Today, the uh, world lost one of its f- foremost thespians, Gary Coleman. Foremost lesbians? I wish. Um, Wait, you wish he was a lesbian? Yeah, sure, why not? Um, you want lesbians dead? No, Move only the ugly lesbians. ones. Only the ugly ones. Um, there are no ugly lesbians. Don't you disag- want Disagree. <laughs> calling um, bullshit? Co- yeah, calling <laughs> severe bullshit I've been in downtown Knoxville. Um... Anyway, uh, Gary Coleman died today. Uh, I think the best uh, summation of everyone's feelings to this point uh, comes from Phil Lamar's Twitter account that said, uh, two and a half other celebrities better watch their backs. <laughs> it's apparently celebrities die in threes. And yes, Gary Coleman Ted, only counts as well. the joke. In, in either sense, as a person. I mean, is that actor. supposed to be, is it a short joke, or is it a, he's washed up, or is it both? It's, well, it's 140 characters, so it's a short joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. And I liked it. And I did not approve. <laughs> Gary Coleman bit the big one, which is an oxymoron. Oh. <laughs> you know, I hope when we're all dead, the first thing we will do is laugh. It's probably going to be you, because I know you're planning something. First thing, when I die, they're going to be like, what an asshole. We're like that now. That's that, that that's because... Well, I'll die as I live. That's because when, you know, we do things like laugh when celebrities die. Well, Michael Jackson. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm afraid... He's not dead. He went back to his home planet. I'm afraid for the next few days we're in for um, the media circus that we had with Michael Jackson. It won't quite last as long, but the, the so level of... will be shorter. Yes, the level of uh, sheer disrespect and uh, annoying um, annoyingness. I made up a word there. What are you talking about, Dylan? Will be 
See, it, it's going to be so... Ah, no, Gary Coleman will get more respect, if only because, to our knowledge, he never diddled a child. Yes, but it will just be he so could've. wacky that... He could have. He was on their level. But, <laughs> damn it, now I'm part of it. <laughs> Screw you all. That and... <clears throat> I'm going back to my erotic hedgings. Yeah, let's go back to making jokes about him making uh, title loan commercials. Mr. T did that. He yeah. came back from it nicely. He did Tennessee title loan commercials. Damn straight he did. Yeah. Mr. T also now, did. He came no, to our state. To, or someone, things. someone from our state paid him this morning. God, that, that was during the phase where uh, Mr. T didn't wear the gold chains and he went on TBN and said he didn't need the gold because the gold He's was like, in his heart. I don't need gold because the gold is in my heart. And, and I always said, I don't need the gold because the gold's over at Tennessee title loan. <laughs> you know... I think we officially have the worst Mr. T impressions. I think a lot of people went on TBN. You know, a lot of, it's just like... When you hit rock bottom, go yeah. to TBN. Or they hire you for a movie, like they did when, Michael York and Casper uh, Van Diem. When, when you uh, hit rock bottom, uh, call out Paul and Jane Crouch, and Jane Crouch will talk about she doesn't know how uh, that kid wrote a letter and clicks and whistles YouTube with everybody. She actually said it. Yeah. She was talking wow. about uh, somebody from Africa writing her a letter, and she said, I don't know how they learned how to write with all those clicks and whistles. Yep. Racist. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. Now, really, I always thought Paul and Jan Crouch were outstanding people and not uh, racists or, uh, you know, extreme, you know, Retard. religious, you know, insane freaks that were out to get everybody's money. Indeed. Anyway. Well, the wigs don't pay for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> the cotton candy hair coloring. <laughs> is, uh, is this a televangelist uh, show, or is this an anime convention? I can't tell. <laughs> hey, look, here's Vic Mignona. <gasps> oh. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> wow, yeah, calling convention jerk. Jesus for nothing. <laughs> oh. He was going to be on the podcast, but uh, it didn't work out. Yeah, because uh, of the he was flood. Too busy. Yeah, because he, of the he was too busy waters. putting himself on a cross on stage like Scott Stapp. No, no I think, he, I think he was every, building an art to get out of Nashville. Not every Christian entertainer does that, Chad. And where is Stapp Only nowadays? Scott Stapp. Anyway. He's probably hiding out over at Lee again. In a closet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all waiting for him to come out. No, didn't, didn't, they, didn't Creed reform where it was like... I think no, they this, did. This, they came they back this year, yes. Uh, when Scott Stapp realized he couldn't get a paycheck by himself? Yep. Uh, they are on a reunion tour as we can't get on reality TV. When VH1 doesn't want you, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> when VH1 actually stars, plays well. music, they're done. It used to. I don't understand. I, I was... Uh, they had somebody from ESPN on Dancing with the Stars this season, so that's the only reason I've, I've heard anything about it is through ESPN. But uh, they're talking about how you know people are who are started out on Dancing with the Stars were you know like C-list celebrities, but by the time they're done, they're A-list. I'm Wait, like, why? Wasn't Buzz Aldrin on there? Yeah, yeah. Buzz Aldrin was on there, yeah. and his winning dance was kicking the ass of Bart Sibrel repeatedly. He came out in a spacesuit in the finale, I think. Um, the chick from, uh, Dude. Yeah, Kate Goslin was on there. Yeah. And I hear she was wretched. And last season, was The terrible. Waz was there. The Waz. Uh, probably the... Lumbering the, around. I, I was on Suicide Watch for several days when Jerry Rice went on Dancing with the Stars, because he was my childhood hero, and I, I just kept saying, Jerry, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're better than this. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> uh, also, also today, uh, speaking of celebrities, I want to stay on this topic for a minute. Uh, Prince of Persia comes out today. And, and how bad uh, is it going to suck? Yeah, how, how bad is it going to suck? Because it's going to suck for, for three reasons. I'm going to go ahead and line these up. These are all bulletproof, you know, proven factors that are going to making a uh, crappy movie. First one is it's based on a video game. I think that one damns it from the beginning. Agreed. Oh, yeah. uh, everybody agree. still holds out hope, you know, that there might be a video game that comes along that translates well into a movie. I'm not That's necessarily okay. holding my breath because it seems like they always fuck it up somehow. Well, it's kind of like expecting the Holy Grail to show up. Yeah, there's people that hope for it. Has there ever been a live-action video game movie that didn't suck? 
Uh, to date, probably not. And no. here's here's what damned uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, before it ever hit theaters. It's about a dagger that allows you to travel back in time. Oh, something, ba- you know, something bad happens to somebody in the movie? Click. Fixed. Oh, I say something wrong? Click. Fixed. There's absolutely no drama in it. Oh, no, he's gonna die. Oh, wait, he's got the fucking dagger that lets him go back in time. Oh, he's not gonna die. So so what you're saying is they well, finally dies, have a go plot device that allows them, them to do the same wait. type of writing that they've been doing in TV, movie, anime, etc., video games, etc., for the last ten years. I will yeah. go on record as saying I liked Back to the Future. <laughs> well, here's the thing. In Back to the Future, there was, you know... Actual, there, there are actual moments where things could go wrong because they threw in that little wrinkle with the, uh, you know, time space paradox. If they run into each other at the same time, it could fuck everything up. Yeah. Um, and plus, the car always broke down. It ran on like plutonium. Uh, the only thing that could uh, generate 1.21 gigawatts was a bolt of lightning, and they had to know when and where it would strike. And you and had to go around the sun fast enough. And you're thinking Star Trek. Uh, whatever. Then they had Mr. Fusion, which fixed that. Yeah. But uh, with Prince of Persia, it's just simple as a push of a button. Uh, There's no... Not a whole lot of drama. But we don't know if they're going to build something in... Well, I know know in the game, there was a sense of, you know, you could use it up. Yeah. Yeah. But they wrote a deus ex machina into the game. Yeah. Well, that's fine. And, and, and I understand in the game, yeah, that's a that's yeah. a game balance mechanic, and yes, it'll run out. <clears throat> and they'll tell you in the movie that, yeah, he could run out, but, but he's got it in the movie. He's going to have it when he needs it. It's like, unless it's, it's dramatically gun. appropriate for it to turn off. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you, you know the way it is. The phlebotium always breaks down at the wrong time. Did you have any other reasons it was going to suck? Uh, two. Uh, anyone who's seen the commercials, it has the name of the movie and the date it's on up, up above the trailer the entire time. The first oh, it time does I, that? The first time I ever saw that was uh, with Twilight, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh god! The, you know, it, twi- you know, because the trailer won't catch your interest, but the name of the movie will. Yeah, the, the trailer won't catch your interest enough to where you'll remember the name and the date and go look it up. So they have to make sure it's up there for the whole commercial. Does anyone else think that just makes a movie seem unwatchable? It, well, like, I mean, I understand the. I understand well, the only other movie I've seen it on is Twilight. So I've seen it used it's for plenty of movies. Movie. I've seen it used but, on like the third Underworld movie, which sucked. Every movie I've seen, it, it has bomb that is done, and that's I, the reason why they know they've got a stinker. I, I, I mean, because I see why it would make sense to do it, but naturally, I assume it's going to be a bad movie if they do that. Well, but go ahead. What you have other reasons? The the third reason, and this is the one that hurts me personally. <laughs> um, is that Gemma Arterton is uh, is in the movie? Who? Uh, she exactly. is exactly no. She is the uh, actress who was in uh, the the only thing the American audiences are probably going to recognize her in. She was in Quantum of Solace. She was the Bond girl in that. She was in Clash of the Titans, which we discussed why it sucked at length recently. And now she's in Prince of Persia. Her her role in her, her career's been going steadily downhill. Then well. She's only like 24, so she has time to turn it around. But so far, her her career has been being the hot chick in the movie that keeps me from giving up and going over to the manager's table and demanding my money back. So basically, she's that's, Megan Fox. That's a valuable yes. role, though, when you think about it. Every movie does need that. And, and this, this hurts me because I was talking to Jen about this. I'm not a Hollywood guy. Like, I... Hollywood. I understand that, given the popularity of like all the different celebrity magazines and tabloids and stuff, that there's a lot of celebrity worship, celebrity crushes, if you will. You know, a lot of people that fantasize about these celebrities and want to know everything about their life. But I find you know women in Hollywood to be generally unattractive for for one reason or another. They Hooray either, for me! <laughs> they either look like they're made out of plastic and or silicone, or they look like they're strung out on meth. And usually they are. Again, uh, like like I said, in email, in. like I said in the email about this, if she's she brought in to be you. the hot chick in a movie, she's probably no, a natural you. creation uh, grown in a lab from plastic makeup and Faustine bargains, and like they call you. that air quotes hot. But Gemma Arterton has has become probably one of the few uh, CILFs 
I'll let you guys fill in the um, break. Blanks no. on that one. Celebrities. Um, that I've actually had in, at, at any point that are, that's alive. I think Audrey Hepburn was the only one. She's been dead for like 20 years. So. What about, still do her? Um, oh, it's still do her. Okay. What about, um, if they I exhumed, think that's illegal in all if states. They, if they exhumed her, I'd still I can't do her. I remember the name. She's not technically a person anymore. But, so. uh, but Gemma has the, what about uh, Amanda Charlie? Charlie? I don't count her as a celebrity. Aww. No offense. I mean, you just who? made her sad. Amanda Winley. Well, I mean, that I, interview. I do her. Trust me, I'd I, I do her eight ways to Sunday. But and there's the other reason that interview is no longer available to us. <laughs> hey, you know what? Oh, your wife is not uh, she, a pleasant look. Uh, my wife's no, far she's worse. Grinning. <laughs> no, she's okay with Uh-oh. that. Yeah. So you're thinking threesome? Is that it? No. Possibly. No. Maybe. Um, no, no. You're thinking um, maybe uh, if uh, no, you're thinking no. if she occupies him, you get to play World of Warcraft without anyone bothering you. That, no, no, <laughs> of course not, Dylan. <laughs> anyway, J- Gemma at this stage in her career has a few luxuries going for her. One, she hasn't been in Hollywood long enough to get like the plastic or uh, strung out look. She's only been in a couple of movies. Granted, their respective scores. Are like Quamosolus was sixty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, Clash of the Titans was thirty, and the early reviews for Prince of Persia are like forty one percent. It's like so you can chart suck. that line going. Yeah, so, so uh, her her movies suck. Prince of Persia is a, a significant uptick after Clash of the Titans. True, that's like a yeah, but you are not out in release. But you, you don't it's going to gonna go down the, after this. Well, who knows? And uh, she hasn't been around long enough to uh, to annoy me yet. And plus, she's British. And how many how many attractive British people are there? I mean, British British people are like Americans in that you know we don't really care about our personal appearance. Only they're less sanctimonious. Hmm. Uh, but you know, it, she she's got the rare combination of things going for. Her. And though you know, just for the record, I'm predicting that. This will probably go horribly wrong for her. Somewhere Does she down. have bad teeth? No. She's then she's pretty. not British. She's very pretty. Well, she's got a British accent, and that's really all I need. I'm okay with British people. I don't. I don't see what's. I'm a fan. <clears throat> so do you guys? Do you were, guys? Were there any other reasons? So anyway, no. Those, those were the three. Oh. Her, her, the uh, the giveaway logo and date. Over the top of the, co- the commercials and the video game connection. And I'm not even going to mention that it's horribly racist. Uh, or is the rest of the media covering that enough for you? Here's the thing. I, I understand. Yes, we've got Jake Gyllenhaal and a British girl playing uh, Middle Eastern characters. But which Middle Eastern uh, actor were you planning on hiring for this? They already got Ben Kingsley as the uh, default Middle Eastern uh, bad guy. Uh, well, is that one? Is that, no. Maybe that had fair. Yeah, I mean, he's actually Middle Eastern. And I, I I know that a there's actor. a there are a number of mil, talented Middle Eastern actors. Not like older but, guys. No, but they are not a listers in Hollywood. The guy in, yeah, and Odin and fair. Who's he? If there is a Middle is. Eastern actor who what was, kind of geek uh, are you? Is he the guy in Stargate? You know, no. There's one uh, of Eric Avari is that comparable yeah. acting quality. Um, yeah, go for it. But. Who is also in the Mummy with also oh, Eric Avari? Several conversations. Oh happens. hell, I can't take um, two conversations. Yeah, no, I, I I do predict that the movie will be horrible. For I can guarantee it. As much of a fan of of, <clears throat> of the game as I am, I think. Um, it, you know, I would love for it to work. But you know what? I'm not stupid. I think it will be a bad, forgettable movie, from what I've heard, which means it's actually going to be a pretty good video game movie. Because most of them are made by Uwe Boll. This, yeah, this like, is the first <laughs> one to get a major release that I can think of since The Legend of Chun-Li. And The Legend of Chun-Li, believe it or not, is worse than the that one that gave Raul Julia yeah. cancer and killed him. I think the second one <coughs> when I watched it gave me cancer. You, you know why Raul Julia did the Street Fighter movie. His grandkids picked the movie. He he knew it would be his last movie. He was close to death, and he basically gave his grandkids a pile of scripts and said, "Pick the movie I'm going to do." So he could have been in Schindler's List except for his stupid grandkids. Yeah, 
Schindler's List was missing a lady that was so hot you wouldn't go demand your money back. Yeah, but... Yeah, but there needed to be a bikini scene somewhere in Not exactly the target audience. I really... Oh, that could get wrong. (laughs) That could get way wrong. So anyway, moving on. Anybody else? Moving on. um, The one review I did read of this, of Prince of Persia, did say, it's not horrible, but for a video game movie, it's okay. It's okay for what it is. That's that's like saying you're the smartest person in retard (laughs) school. Then it's kid at fat camp, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's well, that's true, but it's not horrible. I did. I did, I read the something awful.com review, which obviously is going to be biased. Biased, but uh, I mean, basically, what it said was um, you know, the characters act like video game characters. I have to go do this now. Why? Because someone because told me the to, person with the controller know. told me to. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'd say it's pretty believable. If uh, Jim Arterton told me to do something, I wouldn't ask why. I'd just hope and pray that when I came back, she'd take off her top, and I'd move on from there. That's Listen. probably the prince's exact motivation in the movie. That's that's what I'm going with. But now, sadly, it's not really even registering on my radar. It's, I mean, I see the commercials, but there's no point. There's no part of me really that's going, i got to go see that. As far as racist movies go, I'm, I'm looking more forward to The Last Airbender, so... I'm, I'm, I'm well, that has white people playing Asians instead of white people playing uh, Middle Eastern. I'm looking forward to that movie. I don't care how many white people oh, they cram into That's it. the other Avatar movie. What, what, about, yeah. what about the Karate Kid movie being racist? Because he's not really oh. teaching him karate. He's teaching him kung fu. They yeah. say as much in the trailer. He should be American. All them Asian countries no, are the same. They, no, I can tell you the they exact formula that, that put that movie together was... Karate Kid is a franchise that we haven't milked in a while, and people want to see Jackie Chan. Who do how we want? We, how can we Jackie make... Chan in a horrible comedic movie? Who do we Which need? Is, uh, how Jackie many Jackie Chan? Chan yes. Okay, look at look at Jackie Chan's uh, filmography, if you I will. Mean, yeah. How many of them are horrible? Ever comedies? since he started doing American movies. He yeah. has steadily gone downhill. You know, I don't think it's just the American I mean, movies. I think he was already headed that way in the in No, the, in no, the I mean, it, it, you the, notice a definite... The impression I got about the Karate Kid was uh, Will Smith's kid said, I want to be in that movie, or Will Smith said, I want my kid to be in that movie, and so... That too. You know, what, you know what I love about the trailers for that movie? Is uh, Jackie Chan the telling Will Smith's black. kid to uh, jack it off. Oh god! Like there, have you guys seen? It? There's a part where uh, you are watching all these trailers. Than he's, I am, fu- but... he's fighting him. You know they're sparring together, and uh, Will Smith's watching... kid's wearing a jacket, and Jackie Chan yells, "Jack it off!" Oh, <laughs> I see what you did. You're yeah. watching a hell of a lot more trailers. Than yeah. Are. Since you bring that up, I want to introduce uh, you to a phrase that I learned this week. Jack it off? No. Um, toilet mounting hole. Now, if if someone were to ask me about my toilet mounting hole, I thought before before two days ago I would have figured that I I was pretty confident about what my toilet mounting hole was. Two words, exit only. Um, but after installing a toilet seat, I have learned that I am in fact wrong. And I and I did look at the picture to see to make sure the instructions on the box were not incorrect about what I should do with the toilet mounting hole. So. Uh, if they tell you where to put it, you do put screws in it. <laughs> you put screws in your toilet mounting holes. Um, this is the number one thing that sounds dirty that isn't this week. Yeah. It, so there Besides it is. jack it off. Feel, feel free to use that I'd one. I'd say the, twi- the toilet mounting hole sounds a little worse. Uh, so let me ask you guys, are there any video game franchises out right now that you can see... Even if they're, they're actually in production or not, that you can see making a good movie. I could probably see StarCraft as working as a movie. Maybe. At least with looking at what what we know of the human campaign plot for StarCraft Two, it could work. Now, the thing is, though, I it could, but it probably would not, because StarCraft is so derivative of... Just about every science fiction cliche there is. See, I think that's the deal. But I think that's part of the reason video games never make good movies. It's, it's because, because they draw on tropes from from the movie. So it's like it's like translate. It's like taking something that's uh, English, translating it to Japanese, and then translating it right back by computer. Yes, and then you get donkey, 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 donkey. 
Many days, no business come to Jimmy's hut. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds more uh, coherent than an Uwe Boll movie. I can see that, though. I think StarCraft might have a chance simply because it is such a popular franchise. Blizzard would, you know, be very tight, very strict out. about it. And they'd make sure it got done to, right. to branch out to not just a franchise that's not just video games, but is uh, miniatures games and, and board games... I think that the Battletech MechWarrior franchise could make a really good movie. Now, the thing is, they would have to simplify it down so much because the universe, they've been telling the story for like 30 years and they've never yeah. done a reboot and cleaned up things. And supposedly the new, there's a new video game coming out that's going to be cleaning it up and, and, and retelling the story in new ways. And the only way they really, the only time that they really went back and tried to simplify things was the animated series and they've since retcon that as, hey, this is part of the larger universe. I think that could really work because it's it, it's an interesting kind of sort of post-apocalyptic universe, and you've got the idea of, you know, there was this republic of all the inhabited worlds, and it fell, and then the military, most of the military kind of took off, and then you've got a bunch of these fuel states fighting each other, and maybe it would be better suited for a TV series, but and then you get the clans coming back in. But like I said, they'd have to simplify it down a lot. But it could work. I, well, I was thinking, see, now I think a lot of them could work. But I think the pro- well, the other problem you, you're going to run into with pretty much all of them is that once um, once film producers and whoever else gets it gets a hold of it, they are already banking that the fans of the property will come see the movie, no, no matter, matter what. what. That's the way Uwe Boll. So, so no matter how much, no matter how much those game developers love that game and know that game and want to take care um, with that game, once they once they option it, how much control do one they that, have? One that was rumored. And the thing about the thing about BattleTech though is it's a setting. There's not unless there are clear characters. There that is they can a meta plot. There is a yeah. meta plot and some major characters. But the things you could make, you've got the freedom then to make your own. To make a movie character and not be constricted by, here's what the storyline of the game went. Yeah, I think I think that's and a good you thing. You could probably do a, you know, doing like a, a character from one of the major factions like House Steiner, like they did in the the uh, animated series, which I don't remember enough of to... Yeah. But another one that was rumored, and apparently it's in development hell was apparently Spielberg really, really, really wanted to do a Crimson Skies movie. Crimson Skies could work because... Apparently he started playing the the PC game and calls up Jordan Wiseman and says, Hey, can you help me with this? Uh, And on, on, on the video game. And eventually he's like, Hey, you know, they, they kind of... I don't know exactly what the deal is with the rights, but apparently they did at one point start developing it. Now, that's been uh, probably ten years, and FASA went under, and then WizKids inherited the at least the IP. Microsoft has always yeah. had the video game rights. Well, WizKids went under, didn't and they? then WizKids went under, so. and I don't know who has the license. It may have but, defaulted to Microsoft because Microsoft helped co-develop the video game originally, so they at least own part of the IP. I can see that working, but like Battletech, and and the one I was, the the first one I could think of was Fallout. Fallout and Battletech would be, like, they're a great... I don't play a lot of video games, so... Right. But they're they're great worlds, but I think the freedom would actually be what screws it up, because then some producer would get it and say, I like this part, this part, this part, this part of the world... But I'm going to go off and, and you, create my own thing. But they're going to do that regardless. That. Yeah. Even even if it's a, even if the world it, has, has so even if the world has set stories, it won't even be recognizable. It'll be so generic that. Well, there's but some I think parts even where if they, they have, have to change it or condense or or yeah. other things to make it a coherent movie. I, I don't think you can assume just because there are established stories and characters in the in the in the property that that's going to 
translate it all to or the big screen. just because you're changing things, it's not going to end yeah. up like the Super Mario Brothers movie. No, but I think it could end up like, you know, ger- generic giant <laughs> robot. You're, you're get, you got this curious look on your face like... I didn't hate that movie. Fallout would be I generic. Um, I hated it. Generic post-apocalyptic movie. What's wrong with that? It's uh, not Fallout. To, to expand it out, rumor, again, still in development hell, uh, to expand back into paper and dice type things... Rumor has it they were at one point working on a movie based on Rifts, which is, of course, a paper-and-dice RPG. Um, hopefully that is killed now. <laughs> hopefully it is dead. It was as a, dead as the video game based on it. It was an interesting setting. The very, the very basic. It was setting. everything, and it, it eventually Bef- evolved into it, everything. Eventually, in yeah. But but if, if all you had was the main book, it at least presented an interesting. World in which to play. Yeah, but but exactly. The, the, but the problem there, is there is the but quickly moved beyond that. And when when they got to the book about Australia, I said, "There's people riding fucking giant kangaroos." This is my getting off point. <laughs> this is where I get. This is my stop. Stop the bus. <laughs> I want to get off the crazy. I mean, and I had sat through the. Uh, New West with cowboys riding robotic horses. Yeah, that just should not be. So, um, next topic. So, anyway, uh, any other um, games that would make could make good movies before we move on to uh, the next I'm, topic? I'm going to jinx it because it's, it's in production and uh, I have no doubt that they'll find a way to screw it up. But I think World of Warcraft has the potential to be good, if for no other reason than the the story could be fairly open. There's there's a lot of um, backstory from the previous games. Obviously, there's recognizable figures, and uh, they could they could develop it in several different ways. But I really just don't see them. I don't see it working. Uh, I don't see them doing it well. I just don't see it. They, they they could if Uh-oh. they took the approach that they did with uh, Jennifer's going to see it and it's going to suck, and you're going to see don't it twice. Now, the, if, uh, if they take the Lord of the Rings approach and oh dear God, went with, went with it like that, that would be fine. But I don't well, the the problem I would have with it is, honest to God, World of Warcraft is not Lord of the Rings. You I can't understand treat that. it as seriously. You can't treat it as as hugely epic. If they do it a little bit tongue in cheek and lighthearted, I, I think that would automate. I think any time you try and make a video game movie lighthearted, it just or not necessarily lighthearted, but more setting though. It, it does have that. Sort yeah, of jump, I mean, for God's sake, isn't there an item of goblin jumper cables? Yes, I, yeah. I, I understand that. I'm saying you need to divorce those elements from it completely. Or you need to... But then it won't exactly be World well, no, you can, you can put those elements I, into I'm not saying it should comic be. relief characters. I, I'm saying it should It should be the framework. I'm, I'm not saying I'm just, it should be I'm not saying, guide. I'm not saying make it into a farce or anything. I'm just saying don't... You can't treat that setting as seriously as... You know, I, Lord of the Rings. I think you, you have to. I think for a fantasy movie, you have to, whether whether that's inherent in the original property. The or not. the problem is, you do that, and you're only going to get fantasy fans. You got to make it fun. I think they'll and do that. Like I said, I to, think they'll to manage to hit a nice middle ground. You know, I don't honestly. I, I, I think that's what they the developers of that movie are not going to care. There are so many people playing that game that they don't. They could yeah. slap shit up on a screen, and they will. In in the vague form of an elf. In CGI. <laughs> I don't know. Blizzard, I imagine, is going to be pretty, like... Blizzard? Well, you don't want to see... Yeah, yeah, they're not interested in money. That's they're interested say, in the art. Yeah, Blizzard... No, they don't want their property to destroy. They don't want to have the, the property... You know, they don't want well, that... they shouldn't have crawled in bed with Activision. Uh, a movie, true. I don't think, is really going to destroy the property. It's not, but... I, I, Hey, look, they made, they, they're still making Street Fighter games, and they've had two they, shitty They're still making Mario games. Oh, um, that's true. And a, and, and a terrible American TV series, too. A movie a movie based on a video game is an attempt oh, to milk as much money out of the fan base as possible before they realize what's going on. Well, yep. okay, to be fair, the first Mortal Kombat movie wasn't terrible. 
It, it wasn't, wasn't good either, but no, you're right. You're right. It wasn't. Now the second one was God it, it was is all Prince of near Persia. Near terrible of it was nowhere near as terrible. The second one was Blender. like you know we tried with the first one. Fuck it now. Yes, yeah. we're gonna yeah. Mortal Kombat do... two: The Search for More Money. <laughs> it really was. I mean, I saw that son of a bitch in the theaters. I'm really? still mad about that. If that theater wasn't out of business, I would go there right now and demand my money back. <laughs> this is too much down in Athens. Yes. Oh, oh my the god. Other was, the other franchise oh, that I thought had Lord. the potential to do it, but has already taken a swing and missed horribly, was Final Fantasy. Just for the for the oh fact that okay. they were disconnected. They didn't have to stick to a particular story but or framework. so many of the... Games, well, games don't just... share worlds anyway. That's what I'm saying. It's... That's one that actually was pretty good. Wait, which the... Final Fantasy movie are we talking about? Spirits Within. Spirits okay. Within. Which was terrible. It was a good movie. I never saw it. It was a good movie. It was boring as hell. It was a little slow, but it was good. Okay. Um, if they it was made... not actually based directly on the games. It was like, let's take some concepts and ideas from the games that we've got in common, because the way that they did it was, and at the time... It was made. I don't think they had made any direct sequels to any of the games. They were all kind of like dealing with similar topics and things, yeah, similar concepts. And they were like, okay, let's take those and run in the direction of a movie. And it's a completely separate part of the franchise that has some common themes, but isn't directly based on any of the games. And it's, that's probably why it worked. That's better than the emo crap they would have created if they'd made a uh, Final Fantasy VII movie. They did. Just say, well, yeah, they did. But um, anyway, I, I can think we have movies that they were made in Japan based on video games. Okay, to be the ones in Japan are usually pretty good. See, that's why. Yeah, can we even really consider them video game movies? Like because the the Street Fighter animated movie that that was from Japan, like in nineteen. I, mean, I guess I guess what I'm asking is, do we, do we put them in the? Can we put them in the same bowl as? You know, no, no, the Mario yeah. Brothers movie. Because it's no. like putting oranges no. and feces in the same bowl. See, that's what I'm kind of thinking. I don't. I think that's a different animal. And probably should be. To be fair, there are anime based on. I, I think we're. I think we're talking about games. Hollywood specifically. See, that's can, what I'm thinking. Can too, they so make the jump? There are. There are. To be fair, anime is the one where it breaks the rule of. There are anime ba- anime ser- anime series and movies based on video games that don't suck. Yeah. And there are video games based on. Anime series that don't suck, but there are also the uh, reverse, I believe. Yeah, surely we just um, yeah, there are. It's just it. It's just that unlike in America, where it's it's not a guarantee. It's a guarantee in America, you know. I I think that if we ever finally get over the hump, kind of the way that uh, you know, the Dark Knight. Uh, is sort of the shining example for comic book movies now. If we ever get over the hump for video games, it's probably going to be an RPG. Really? Because I, I don't... That has the, the only other one I can see working would be a Grand Theft Auto movie, but that's really just like a that summer would... blockbuster version. Yeah. Uh, like a high-action version of The Godfather. Yeah, and it would be a long way to the Grand Theft Auto. If you, it, it, it's again, what they did was they tried to translate... They basically tried to make a movie in a video game. I mean, if you, if you play like San Andreas, that's really what that, that's the feel I got is some I'm people, playing a movie. Some people I'm not playing all your jokes right now, and I don't care. And I could see. So I don't. I, I think. It, I think again. I think it, if you try to translate it, basically, it's, it's like they took a movie to translate into a video game. If you try to translate it back, I think it would be like any other um, exactly. Crime movie. Yeah, I think. It, I think it would end up being. It would be like, unremarkable. It, it would. It would be kind of like the spirits within, except for where the, they basically they would come up with another plot. You would have cameos of all the stuff you've seen in the games, but it would be just your generic, you know, action movie. Yeah, maybe Mass Effect. Maybe maybe that. Mass be Effect. Mass Effect would. Isn't that the one movie. with the lesbian sex scenes? Uh, yes, as well, <sighs> well as Knights of the Old Republic and uh, Dragon Age. Which also oh, has uh, male, Jack dwarf, male elf on male dwarf. And about 12,000 dating sims. Yeah, but... Agreed. Jack Thompson doesn't know they exist. Perhaps we should make him aware. <laughs> Let's start <laughs> mailing dating sims to him. We sign him Japanese video cards. If you're Massive listening parts. and you are impressionable, send dating sims to him. You can probably... <laughs> God knows his address is out there. Just do it. <laughs> And just just put a note on it. Uh, just put a, a yellow post-it note that says, "Were you aware?" 
and maybe take it out of the packaging so we might not. And and, and if you can if you can black out any kind of art on this on the the the, the CD, send him some hentai <laughs> games too. Just burn Not it on a tickle. CD. Burn it on a CD. Come on. Put a post-it note that says, We know you, you got it, we know you got it off it to of BitTorrent anyway. <laughs> Damn. Uh, you think you paid to import that crap? No, you did not. And if anybody asks, we did not ask you to do that. We told you to. Shut up. Possible deniability. It's a bad idea. And it could it, get you in trouble and junk if you put your return address on it. And if it makes it. you feel special, you can talk about how you're anonymous and you are everywhere while you're doing all this. That too. Except we're smarter than those retards at 4chan. No, we aren't. Yes, we are. Okay, man. Next we keep topic. saying it, and we'll Next get listeners. Topic. Next topic. Okay. What else you got? Uh, okay. In the news today, a kitten survives wash and spin in a washing machine. Wait, say that one more time for those of us that weren't listening. Kitten survives wash and spin in a washing machine. That's not news unless the kitten does. That's just unfortunate. It's still not news. Uh, was it on? Did you find that on Yahoo? Reuters, actually. Oh, hard hitting journalism. Uh, well, while we're still on the video game subject, <laughs> we backtracked because we didn't want to talk about the kitten. Well, there's so much else we can talk about. <laughs> this this is a discussion that's been going on for a while now, but um, EA recently decided they're going to put kind of a poison pill into uh, some of their upcoming games with the online play where basically, I- I'm not sure on all the details, but the underlying principle is if you buy the game used, you'll have to pay EA a fee to play the game online. Oh my. What? Um, yeah, because EA is really pissy about uh, used game Jeez. sales. And this is probably because they released the same shitty Madden game year after year, and uh, if you wait a year, you can buy the game for $3 at GameStop because everybody trades the fucking thing in and buys the new one. Damn you free market economy, how dare you! Well, I mean, they again, I think we were talking about this on Twitter, like, they, they might as well just go to a subscription-based model. I don't think people are ready for that, but... This is like trying to split the difference, and that's not going to work. Subscribe to mass. Not going to... Well, no, seriously. Here's what they should do. Fuck the uh, subscription-based model. They should go to a... I've been saying this for years. They should go to a DLC-based model. Because they're using the same game engine year after year. Yeah, It would be much more economical, much more profitable, and much easier on us as consumers if they just released one game every so many years. You know, and I'm not saying they only have to release one during, you know, the entire generation of the console, but at least, you know, one every two or three years. And then in the intervening years, update the game through downloadable content. Hey, $20 if you want the Ross of 2010. Yeah, exactly. What is EA's argument on this? Their, Their argument is that used games hurt sales. And I disagree with that in principle, generally, because let's let's try and break down the psychology of buying a used game. Why are you buying a used game? Well, because, because, it's, cheaper cheap money, because it's cheaper. But if I don't buy the game, let's say it's Madden. If I don't buy the game when Madden first comes out, am I really going to, you know, if I'm not willing to pay $60 for it, am I really paying... Am I actually willing to pay only $55 for it? Is that $5 a deal breaker for me? No, the deal breaker is the fact that it's $60, and I don't think it's worth that much money to me right now. So I wait until the price drops. And when the price drops, GameStop drops the price of the used game, generally uh, in conjunction with that. So it's usually anywhere from 3 to $5 cheaper than what it is new. So you, you're constantly as... Um, Demand slows and they drop the price on games. You're constantly faced with that: pay, you know, the full price or pay, um, you know, five dollars less and get it used. And yeah, in, unless you've got one of the little subscription cards, it's not that big of a deal breaker unless they're running like a buy two get one free on used games kind of sale. I don't think it hurts them in. It, it might hurt them in very small numbers. I don't think it's anything to be significant, especially to a publisher like EA. Um, I think I think the analogous question there is uh, when you what you could ask is, 
do uh, do libraries and used bookstore uh, used bookstores have they destroyed the printing industry? Have no, movie not. rental places destroyed the motion picture industry? Because or, or is demand you know on demand movies destroyed the motion picture industry? Because well, the difference with the running the difference with the running and the on demand is. Those are channels where money goes back to. Because I don't think I, I may be wrong about this, but I don't think when Blockbuster buys a movie for rental, they're paying, you know, twenty dollars. No, I think they're paying more, but or at least you know, with a, or right, at least license, they're, or they're at least buying in bulk. Right. Like yeah. there's, it, it is more akin to use bookstores, and and the thing is, like, I think even the rental thing, because I mean, the 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 studio's getting one price for. The copy of the movie that the store is buying. Yeah. Now the store is lending it out to people. Here's here's the other side of that. EA is not making money when I go to GameStop and buy the copy. They're making their money when GameStop says, "Okay, we want to order you know five million copies of of Madden for our stores," and then as they sell out, they order more. And that they usually don't make a profit on that first shipment. It's usually you know two or three shipments in, unless it's like you know. Modern Warfare, some dumb shit that everybody's lining up for. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, in the end, you're gonna have, there, there are people that are never going to buy new games. I honestly cannot remember the last time I bought a new game. Yeah. I can't afford it, and there, there's, I can't think of any games that have come out that I've been so crazy about that I would go out and buy a new copy. The but, only games that have been like that for me are games where other people are playing them and, like, I want to get in on that while it's... I, you know, I haven't even done that. Because well, yeah, but, you're always going to have holdouts in the community that will stick to the old games. So yeah, you're going to be able point. to find games. Like That's my online. point. I think that's the only issue, and I don't think they have that problem with Madden. And the only way they get fewer... Like, the only way they would sell more new copies... Is if they drop the price and figuring out where, and not just okay, drop now, the price, but drop the price well, relative to the If they can destroy the secondary market, if by magic they have a genie, one wish, and they wish no secondary market for games, yeah. it, you, you, you buy them new or you don't buy them at all, yes, sales are going to go up. But they're not going to get that whole market. They're no. only going to get a portion of it. And then, and then, I just, uh, e- even if, the used games themselves run a factor. There's still going to be people that just use the basic principle of supply and demand, and wait until demand slows, and you know mm-hmm. they want to lower the price to get rid of the stock and have room for stuff that is in demand. Of course, here's the key: the the speed at which a game goes down in price is relative to how good it is. Usually, well, it's relative to its popularity. Well, relative to how, well, that's true. Relative to its popularity, but the ones you stay. If six billion people wanted to buy the new Barbie Princess game, right? Trust me, the price would stay high well, for a long time. The point time. I mean is like, the and we know that's not going to be a good game. The games that are popular, unless like, she has a dagger that turns back time. Oh. Here's here's the other problem though. It's not we just, just is it popular. It's is the you know how quickly is the new one coming? Exactly. And that's the, what I was getting. The to problem too. with EA it's, is that their iterative design model, and I've been saying this for years, it's going to bite you in the ass. It's going to bite you in the ass when you make the same game every. Year. When you make the same game every year and you don't cut consumers a break, you're going to run into problems. And for them, the secondary game mar- market okay. is that problem because what you know, unless you are. So crazed about playing with the most up to date roster instead of you know going in and making a few trades or making up a few players, which you know by the time you play a dynasty mode, the game is completely unrecognizable from the real thing. Anyway, why should I pay you know sixty dollars for a new game when I can pay five dollars for one that's only two years older and yeah. has most, if not all, the same features? There's no reason to. What would the world be like if John Madden made salad dressing and Paul Newman had made football games? Boom! Imagine that world, if you will. Topsy-turvy, left is right, up is down, black is white. That is madness. Brett Favre salad dressing. I would not eat that. (laughs) Not just because I don't like salad dressing. It would be because I hate Brett Favre. He, he, if, uh... If I could have a wish for who would be the next celebrity death, first would be Peyton Manning, second would be Brett Favre. Wow. That's that's kind of terrible, and it would actually be worse if they actually 
died with What do you not want to go Peyton? Hey, so there's yeah, our two everything. celebrities. Now really? we only need another half a celebrity. Like I don't know the guy. I mean I I got no I got no dog uh, in this fight. Well, I don't know him personally. He might be a very nice man. Hey, yeah. When you Isn't live he... in the Knoxville area during uh, his stint at UT and he didn't win shit, but people kept no, talking about him like he did. Plus his dad's famous and you know, he was already destined for the Hall of Fame before he ever took a snap at Tennessee. I'm kind of turned off. So what you're saying is he has a completely undeserved reputation. He people he has he has over time earned some of that reputation. Okay, so what you're saying is he was he was he was given more early on than what he could possibly deserve. Absolutely. There we go. And we have heard too much about him. Yeah. So let's move on. Let's not give him any more. Screw you, Peyton Manning. You're not you're not getting any more air. He gets stronger when we talk about him. It's true. I hate Tim Tebow. And Sony right. makes a fine we, product. We, we actually got a few hits off of that uh, real-time review I wrote about the uh, NFL draft, where I wrote your quote, Jeffrey, about, uh, hey, look, Tim Tebow's gay lover is wearing the same shirt that he is. <laughs> that, sh- that, that shot of Tim Tebow and his buddy wearing like the exact same shirt showed up all over ESPN the next day. Apparently a lot of people asked that question. Like, why are they wearing the same damn shirt? <laughs> and nobody nobody knows, but... Maybe, so, uh... Jeffrey, if, if you're lucky... That ruined their draft. Maybe, uh, maybe Tim Tebow. I know everybody's high on him now, but maybe in a couple of years, they'll get arrested for something like, you know, something to do with animal cruelty or something. <laughs> Ooh, bestiality! Maybe, wow. that, maybe dog fighting. Maybe, maybe uh, dog could, fighting and beast jail. Yeah. Or you beat up his grandmother with the Bible. <laughs> wow, maybe, that's, wow, that's that's oddly specific. Maybe he'll shoot himself in the leg outside of a New York nightclub, or uh, lock a woman inside of a restroom in a nightclub in Georgia. Maybe some strippers will beat the crap out of him after he tries to get the money back. Maybe. I just want to tear his two ACL. Oh, wow. Next topic. So anyway, Um, should we discuss our fan mail? We have fan mail! Jen, do you want to read it? There's there's two letters. I know, but... We have two letters? Yeah. One's kind of long, and I'm... One is an A, and the other one is a... So, um... No, one is an F, and the other one is U. Oh, I get so, what you did there. Yeah, someone yeah. who has a computer up and has access to the email I have them pulled up. I will read one, and then somebody else can read the other. I don't care who reads them. Just okay. Subject, will Dylan eat it? <laughs> hey, Chainsaw Buffet. While surfing around the website the other day, I started reading will Dylan eat it posts. I loved oh, bloody it, and hell. the pics were great. I really wish I could have heard it, though. You should, <clears throat> you should do a show segment on air. I want to hear it all—the arguing, the love that the chef puts into the preparation, and the enjoyment that Dylan gets from tasting his. When do we get a dick pies? version of that? By the way, okay, we did. We'll do. Will Dylan eat a dick? <laughs> oh, I will not. I'll tell you that right now. Spotted dick. No, just a dick. I am sorry. In I'm sorry. Go ahead. Favor of recording this stuff because there well, is some no, no. Read the read funny, the letter. Read the letter. Funny stuff. If I remember said. correctly, we we did this the first couple of podcasts. That was, that was the first letter. Oh, I thought she wasn't even looking at the screen. Did, she, did no. you memorize that? No. Was this from the same guy? Or? We are not giving out names okay. uh, of people on the podcast or the no. number of our fans, even though we only have. No, no. The, the only the only reason I asked that question is I, I want it to be from someone we know instead this of someone some, random. This, okay, but this is somebody that I know that that whispered me the other day and told me that. He loved it when he heard my voice on the podcast. I was going to okay. read his letter for you. Okay. I just oh, wanted to make no. sure that there wasn't some that's creepy guy who actually did stumble that's on. That's masturbation material you're handing out right there. That's I love the sound of your voice. Read <clears throat> some stuff for yeah. me. And the next thing I'm going to give you some slash fic to read. Can it's, you read a Chinese movie? Well, you remember you uh, the Spike Spencer now, interview. As for, the girl from Awesome Cast had like a serious heart on for him. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Like the, doing like the weird German voice. As for as for the funny. request to do this on air, think back to the first or second podcast when does anyone remember 
Or no. were you too traumatized by Steven Seagal's lightning bolt? Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because we, uh, we called the, uh, <laughs> like the 1-800-lightning-bolt. Uh, and it was customers. disconnected. It was disconnected. <laughs> there was the episode where Did we you really expect it to be connected to anything? ginger root stuff. Oh, God. I, there was I this... was expecting it to be a direct line to Steven oh. Seagal. <laughs> Because so that, that can came directly well, from that's him. The can he just jail. picked up the phone. Well, Damn, Steven okay. Here's the thing. We are willing to do more taste tests. If Yay! you will send us some ideas, uh, we might do it on podcasts. Well, considering how much Dylan's no, been doing bacon salt on everything lately. Let's make a stronger statement. If you give examples uh, for Dylan to eat stuff, we will make him eat it. Well, it won't just be me. It'll be everyone. No, no, it's going to be just the, you. The title of the, the article is The most disgusting thing you can think of. It's not just I eat a dick. Send, no. us, send us your suggestions. We will force Dylan to eat whatever your suggestions are, regardless no, of what they anything. are. No, not anything. And allow me to go ahead and say you should put in a dick. Remember, because the answer might be no. Dylan will dick. not eat it. The Just subject line: Will Dylan eat it? Body of the body of the the email: A dick. And that is podcast at chancehelpbuffet dot com. Oh, yes. too. Send a self addressed stamped envelope. Okay. Wait. You don't have to read, read the second email. one. No, I don't want to read. I don't care. Read I, it. I'm not good at reading out loud. Shut up. You already did. <laughs> After you, you read that here, one. I'll read it. Hooray! Is this still it'll do my dirty work for me? Are you married to her? No, but... Why are you doing what you want to read something on air. I have a great voiceover voice. <laughs> Dylan, how do I get into anime? No, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I never asked that Do the for me. I, I never asked that once. I, I have never asked anyone that, and I never will. And the, Actually, the only time I asked anyone to say anything was when uh, I offered Spike $20 to uh, crank call Nathan. Well, Mike and I have been recording uh, stuff for Game Marks. We're going to put together an Xbox Live Indie Review, Indie Game Review site, and going to do videos and stuff like that. I'm actually, like, happy with, you know, the way it's turned out so far. Anyway, You're happy? Yes. That's unusual. Like, Hooray, I can actually do stuff. I can actually talk if there's a teleprompter in front of me instead of, you know, writing. So we should write down all your lines. Don't be like Sarah Palin's stick and writing stuff down in your hand, aren't you? So anyway, to the email. You betcha. To the email. <laughs> Love the show. If I may be so bold as to make a suggestion, I think it would be cool for the audience to have a way to interact with the show. Maybe a question at the end of one podcast that you read the good answers on the next show. Or a poll question on the site, or even just a segment of the show for a top five. For example, the last segment of the show, you pick a topic, maybe, from a listener email that no one else has been told about, and the host and co-hosts all answer off the cuff. Random listener asks, what are your top five, or three, or five, if, if five is too cumbersome, favorite restaurants? Or anime villains, or SNES games, or biggest anime disappointments. Just throwing out here's, some here's ideas. Here's my top three list of anime disappointments: Eureka Seven, Eureka Seven, and Eureka Seven. Oh, Next man. question. Just throwing out some ideas to get your fans involved, if they so choose. Keep up the great work, all of you. Love the show. P.S. I just listened to Mew Spew episode yesterday, and that was a scream. I want to hear Mew Spew to the Spew. Mew Spew. Yeah, the moo spew. Moo. I'm mew sorry. Spe- I was moo Mewtwo and Mew spew. <laughs> mew spew is a new Pokemon. That could be a Pokemon energy drink. Mew spew. <laughs> I, I won't point like this it. out. It like we. Up, uh, oh, we would. Pokemon based uh, tobacco. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> we tried doing listener emails, but nobody emailed. And us. No one emailed us. No, I tried doing well, this. No, in this, podcast, this guy wants to keep emailing us. Yes, seriously. Like he can. That's my us. point. Like send us all the email. You, you can want. become like a permanent member of the podcast. Yes, because we don't have Skype. Yeah, I can't. It's kind of weird on my computer. Okay, it tends to not. The, the, work. The, anyway. You're ruining the joke. But that would be cool. Let, let's go to joke. I'm damn serious. For for reals, do like a top three or top five. Pick one of them, Dylan. Uh, let's go with favorite restaurants, maybe, unless you want to that's, tackle that's, the... That's kind of the, the most generic top three. There are... We could do SNES games. I, I like this idea. I've never okay. owned an SNES. Do NES games, then. 
I had a total of like maybe five games. Wait, what's the question? Well, no, no, re- rephrase the question. Let, let's do restaurants. Re- re- just say it again. Well, the restaurant thing's gonna be anyway. Go ahead. Do, re- do Top three SNES games. Top three SNES. Top three games. SNES that you played or ever. That, that would that Period. would be the uh, implication. That's All a subjective right. list. Well, Street Fighter Two has to be on the list. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Chrono Trigger. Agreed. Yes. Paperboy. No, no. That was an SNES game. I guess oh, they did oh, make over to SNES. Super. Okay. Well, we can. Uh, I thought you said idiot. Sorry. Yeah, we can go ahead and say Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy Two, and whatever that first Super Mario Brothers game was. Super, Super Mario, Mario World. World. Super Mario World was awesome. Super Mario All Stars. I just liked three better, and and I was really happy when that came out, and they had the updated graphics. And but, but that's like, that's my three. Unless somebody comes up with a much better All Stars and possibly original I hate you. Well, I had a nice tidy list. You fucked it up. What list would you have? Uh, a link to the past. Oh yes, that was uh, best Zelda game ever. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I think um, it top five. I, I'm going to expand a little bit. Street Fighter Two because. Uh, if you guys ever feel the calluses on my thumbs, it's from that. Why um, are we feeling your thumbs? I, How are I, they getting I, the opportunity to feel your thumbs? I don't know, but uh, for years, I used to get like really nasty, oozing blisters like every day. And now I don't. That's okay. descriptive. Thank you for that. Um, that's that's how much I play Street You know they too. sell callus builders at Guitar Center? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. It's called Street Fighter 2 on the, on the uh, Super Nintendo. I'm just saying, if, if you want to train for Chrono Trigger has to be on there. Yes. Um, the SNES had so many good games. Like it's why did the N sixty four not? Um, that's probably a topic for another day. Because it was still because the, based when yeah, I was about to say the time had no, come to go to CDs. And I don't think didn't. that's it. But I, I mean, they could have still had good games. They just didn't. Well, that that began that that was where Nintendo got too big for its britches, so to speak, and they tried to put too many. Um, Restrictions on third-party uh, titles, and, and that's why the Wii so, only has first-party. N64, the GameCube, and the Wii only had first-party titles that were any good because Nintendo wanted to control it too much. And so I said, "Hey, we're new to the game. You guys can do whatever the fuck you want. We don't care. We, we, we're actually just looking to fuck Nintendo. So if you want to come over here, we'll let you do whatever you want to." Because Sony started out originally developing the the ROM-based system that became. The uh, Philips CVI, which had uh, some of the worst games ever conceived. Some of the worst Zelda it wasn't games really ever conceived. The, the CVI wasn't really so much a game system as it was a really expensive... I can remember going to Sears, and they had one of those things set up, and watching the Zelda game, I was like, wow! But, but rounding out the list besides be Street Fighter 2 and uh, Chrono Trigger, Link to the Past, Super Mario World, and Super Metroid. I'm yes. still adding Final Fantasy 2 to that list. I would say even Final Fantasy 3. I really like that. I never finished Final it, Fantasy 2, though, to me was... And maybe it's just oh, the yeah. age I was when I played it. Um, maybe I hate it because I rented it during the Blizzard of 93, and so it sat there at my house while we had no power. Yeah, <laughs> mocking you. Mocking me. He was just pushing buttons. On That's the why you just uh, put your generator on the bicycle and start pedaling while you play. We didn't have a generator. Or a bicycle. Those controllers that only worked while you pedaled. I did. That was for PlayStation. They, what? They, 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 An ingenious attempt to get exercise. I bought one off of Thinky. And, and then you said, oh, fuck it. I'm just disconnecting. I played play. through like <laughs> half of Samurai Shampoo like that. And then, yeah, I kind of got... Now, and you're talking about the PlayStation 2 game. The, yes. Uh, okay. Because otherwise it's like... <laughs> I don't need to stop the controller here. Here's here's the pause. thing: if you uh, if you wanted to actually get some exercise, you might want to play the game you wanted to play. Actually, it wasn't bad. It just <laughs> introduced it. It followed this whole separate storyline where there was magic and generally stuff that didn't fit. See, I, I would think the universe. That Metal Gear would work really well for that because you'd you'd have a lot of chance for breaks. Because you're yeah. going to be sneaking or listening to uh, ride and wine and cutscenes. Except for, uh, you know, like, current cyborg badass riding that stabs Philomar in the throat several times with his knife. With his uh, boot knives. That, too. None of us have played that, so... Yeah, so there you go. We just YouTube the uh, Raiden vamp fight. It's, 
it's in all the trailers and stuff. They they put that was one of those things where they actually put the best part of the game in like one of the earliest trailers. So anyway, but there we answered a question. Uh, there we answered our question. So are we hey, going to wrap some this more? Up? Wait, wait. Uh, I got an off the cuff question for you. Would you rather write erotic fanfic based on Felicia from Darkstalkers or Morian from Darkstalkers? Morgan. Don't think too much about it, dude. I don't Just say want it. to write erotic fanfiction. Uh, That's like, I don't want to answer the question because I'm a dick. Answer the question. I've never played the game. Doesn't matter. Answer the question. Okay. Cat girl or succubus? Cat girl or succubus? The succubus because, Done. well, cat girls are creepy. Answer yeah. the question, hold out. Uh, say it's against your will and, and you're doing it under It's against his religion. Yeah, but, I don't know. Like, pick one at damn random. Someone give me a coin. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Let's we're freaking pick one. Flip a dollar. Can't it be both? <laughs> yeah, flip a dollar. That's what mine's gonna be. Shut okay. Heads it's Morgan, tails it's Felicia. Tails, Felicia. It landed on so, the edge. Two so for Morgan and it found one for Felicia. Sure, whatever. There we go. That's so hard. Landed, I'm putting both of them in. Damn. Yeah, before, and, 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 and before we leave, though, you want so sad. I just want to say DuckTales is you awesome. You learned exactly what to say. What? I, just, I don't know. I just thought I wanted to bring up DuckTales. The, the, uh, and now your own personality is lost DuckTales game is an underrated yes, classic. I remember playing this game quite a bit. We rented that game. Oh, I had that game, and I played it so much. DuckTales. That's what we need to do. We need to find and watch all of DuckTales and see if it holds Woo. up. We need to watch the movie. The, I've the, got... The movie Which, was awesome. Christopher Lloyd is the bad guy going, Where is the lamp? Oh, that I one. Remember okay. That. okay. I, I thought maybe like the first couple of episodes. accompany him, but as his guide. Wait, if we Let's do, do that, it. we also was need to watch the Valentine's special with Afro Ducky. No. no, we don't. Yes, we do. I've got the first, uh, first volume of Darkwing Duck. Badass. Oh, That's a good show. Danger Mouse. Yeah, Danger Mouse, uh, I saw is on YouTube, or Hulu. Really? Yeah, you can watch Danger There's Mouse. There's so much on Hulu stuff now. on Hulu. Didn't, didn't so. Hulu stop, stop being here? At the no, house? it's been here for it's months. I told house. you that. Okay. Wait, you, you've stop been in the room here? as I watch stuff on Hulu. They thought we were running a while? proxy, which I don't no. know if it's because <laughs> I had SSH open. It's, because, it's because you are running a proxy. No, I'm not. You're running a proxy for your secret porn site. If I, had a, if I had a secret porn yeah, site, why would I need... I can't... Like, eh, anyway. It's I was going to say, I have tried opening up port 80, up and it doesn't eyes. stay open on this router. So, anywho, is that... Anybody, anything, anybody want to bring up anything else? Uh, I do want to bring up, before we close, um, still have some time to give in your answers for the uh, MTAC Odyssey t-shirt signed <laughs> by uh, everybody, everybody that we interviewed, anyway. Yeah. Charlie needs to get us a picture so we can put it up on the page. It's actually believable. Y'all do that. Like, um, send your name and address. We'll totally enter. So as as of recording, you've got over two weeks. As of posting, who knows? But we get up this Uh, weekend. You still have two weeks to get it in. Um, And you don't necessarily have to answer all of them. I mean, if somebody gets them wrong and you get one more, I mean, you you still win it. It's not not like you got to get them all. We're not shooting for hundred percent. No overachievers. That too. Anything else? Uh, no. And done. Done. Another one in the bag, so to speak. Tequila for everyone. Except for Gary Coleman, he's dead. Aww. Let's pour out one for our dear departed homie, or half of one. <laughs> half of one. We'll pour out a half pint. <laughs>